Come over to our crib and we'll play a little FPS. Welcome to Channel Massive. We're gonna take off all your clothes, girl. Thank you for downloading Channel Massive today. The date is July 15th, 2010. As always, if you want to participate in the show, you can reach us at... Well, actually, it's different. It's not as always. This email is different. We've changed the email up in an effort to kind of clean things up here. Um, So if you want to participate in the Daily Show, the Daily Show's email address will now be daily, D-A-I-L-Y, at channelmassive.com. If you're of the tweeting persuasion, as always, just follow us on the Twitter feed at twitter.com slash channelmassive. Leave a comment on the website. We're also on Facebook as well. In today's show, I'm going to be talking about the current state of the video gaming industry. Um, There's just some horrible, disturbing news out there, and I'm not liking some of the trends we're seeing, and I'm going to talk a little bit about that today. Uh, Also, some other news coming out of China. That may be of interest to some people who got all ramped up about the real ID issue and a few other bits of news as well. So stay tuned. Well, my podcasting partner in crime, Mark, uh, sent this article to me and I thought I'd share it with uh, everyone, especially those of you who uh, got caught up in the entire Real ID uh, Blizzard forums, Battle.net forums uh, debacle last week. Um, this comes out of China. It says the leading Chinese internet regulator has vowed to reduce anonymity in China's portion of cyberspace, calling for new rules to require people to use their real names when buying a mobile phone or going online, according to a human rights group. Um, Wang Chen, who is the director of the State Council Information Office, called for perfecting the extensive system of censorship the government uses to manage the fast-evolving Internet, according to to a text of a speech obtained by New York-based human rights in China. Um goes on to say here we will make the internet real name system a reality as soon as possible implement a nationwide cell phone real name system and gradually apply the real name registration system to online interactive processes Um, as part of that internet real name system forum moderators will have to use their real names as would users of online bulletin boards and anonymous comments on news stories would be removed wang is quoted as saying So, this is fairly similar and eerily similar to what we just kind of experienced with the whole uh, Blizzard and and Battle.net and the Real ID uh, thing there. Uh, This is kind of what I've, you know, granted, yes, 
we're talking about a video game forum, okay, with, with the whole real ID and, and Battle.net issue. You know, these people are, you know, they're not going to be able to feel free to speak their mind about anything, even remotely related to the government, without fear of the police knocking on their door. Uh, yes, it's it's totally different when you've got the government coming beating down on your door because you start posting your real name on the internet because you have different views than those of your of your government. <laughs> but uh, and and I'm not saying that they're one and the same as far as uh, Blizzard's battle net forums go. Uh, surely the Blizzard police will not be knocking down my door if I start making disparaging comments about World of Warcraft or StarCraft 2. Uh, but it is an entirely different situation when you're dealing with government oppression. So, I don't know. Just, I thought an interesting bit of information, something that I'd share with you all. Well, she's fashionably lean. She's fashionably late. She's like every week. I've come up with some kind of, you know, I've come across some kind of blog or some article that's predicting the nuclear winter for the video game industry. And normally I just kind of, you know, think to myself, well, you know, there's just, you know, a lot of doom and gloom. Doom, doomsayers out there, I, you know, I don't put much stock into what some of these guys have to say about it. But then, you know, after seeing this week after week after week, seeing some of the stories coming out of the industry, I start to wonder and I start to think to myself, damn, is there something to it? Are, are we really heading towards video game Armageddon here um, in the video game industry? And I I have to say, you know, just some of the most recent news just does not make me feel very good about the whole thing right now. Uh, Instant Action CEO Lewis Castle, uh, who used to work for EA Los Angeles, has been working on um, finding new ways to get money to make those big budget uh, titles. Uh, he says... Without finding any sort of solution, we're going to head towards a disaster, especially in the retail space. He says the core cause of this impending disaster is the big budget mentality that's overtaken the industry. It's made it hard to make a video game with a budget of less than $20 million, and it's hard to profit on a game that doesn't hit the top 20. He says, really, we're becoming the worst of what Hollywood did become at one point before the independent film festivals and such. Uh, he says that luckily the internet can provide the disruption that might save the industry from the retail realities and rampant piracy that are squeezing it, but it's going to take more than download services like Direct to Drive, Impulse, Steam, services like that. Um, even streaming services like Online and Gaikai, while they have the potential to really make a difference, the, right now the technology just isn't quite there yet, and the future for AAA game distribution might be seen in social networks like Facebook. He says that model currently works because quality games can spread quickly and cheaply. Um, unfortunately, there are a few barriers to transitioning to that model. He warns that schedules and budgets for big game 
big games are already stretched tight, so any new distribution solution that requires developers to spend more time porting a game over to that particular solution you know, will, will prove difficult. Publishers also lose risking potential customers to piracy and even browser plugins, which scare off many players before they even try to get into a game. Um, he also blames the used game sales industry. Um, and he, of course, he's looking at GameStop there uh, for such a problem. You know, you start hearing things like that, and you're like, okay, well, fine. You know, I, I don't know that Facebook is the solution. I, I've said it before, even when Blizzard started... Um, you know, talking about this whole real ID thing and and the Facebooking of of their uh, of their forums and BattleNet and such, I don't know that it's that that's necessarily the right solution for it. But you start seeing other companies are are taking different tacks and different um, directions in getting their video games out there. Uh, Tim Schafer, who is uh, currently the main man at Double Fine Productions, they are moving in a different direction. They're starting, instead of focusing on that big, big name one AAA title like they did with Brutal Legend years ago, uh, they're starting to work on four smaller projects. And he basically laid it out and he said that it was really the only way that they could get, you know, publishers to get on board and back them. Um, and it also saves the studio quite a bit. You know, you don't want to lay all your eggs in one basket and and then put your company's, you know, put your developing studio out there on the line on this one singular project. And if that one project bombs or doesn't quite, you know, even if it does turn a slight profit and it's not quite enough, it'll still it'll still kill your kill your studio if it's not like a huge mega super success. So he's, you know, their company is going in a different direction. They've got four smaller projects on tap. And, you know, it's it, it seems to be the way to go for them. So you're seeing that happen with, with big-name developers like, like Double Fine. Um... You know, and then you, you also start seeing things, you know, just, just to fuel my you know, fill my fear even more. You start seeing stories like Rockstar, who lays off 40 of their employees who worked on Red Dead Redemption. Now, Red Dead Redemption is a huge, huge success. I, you know, I think they've sold at least more than a, like a million and a half copies um, just in the first month. You know, it's, it's probably up to like two to three million by now. Um, and they've had to kill off 40 of their employees. They've had to lay them off and they always, and and studios do this all the time. And it kind of cracks me up because there's always some announcement and I'm going to, I'll read the announcement from, from Rockstar about this. They said, as is typical with game development, our team sizes have always fluctuated over the course of the development cycle as Rockstar San Diego transitions from the launch of Red Dead Redemption onto future projects, we are realigning our resources in order to continue to, de- to develop games as effectively as possible. We are ensuring that all employees who are affected by these changes are being treated with care. While we have no announcements to make regarding a sequel to Red Dead Redemption, the team here is hard at work on the development of downloadable content for the game. So, 
this is a common typical business practice in the video game industry. And it seems like no matter how successful your video game is, you can create the game of the year, well, potential game of the year with Red Dead Redemption, um, and it could sell 3 million copies, and it's still not enough to keep all of your employees there. And development studios always do this. They always say, well, you know, we just, you know, we, we don't have any more work for you. And and people just think, well, you know, this is, yeah, they just slough it off and they say, well, this is just a normal business practice in the industry. Well, if this is a normal business practice in the industry, something is horribly fucked up there. Something is horribly fucked up. When you create, like, a huge monster hit game and then you have to turn around and lay off employees after that, that's just freaking, that's freaking stupid. That is just stupid. And it doesn't take... It doesn't take a business degree, or it doesn't take anybody to be, you know, it doesn't take me being in the video game industry or not to look at that and notice that there is something inherently wrong with that. There's something inherently wrong with the business model of video games when you you can create, you know, one of the most successful video games out there of the year, and you still have to lay off employees. I don't care under what circumstances it is. It's not right. It's not right, and something something needs to change. Something definitely needs to change. I'm not sure what that is. Do you have any recommendations, listeners? Send me an email at daily at channelmassive.com. That is the new email address. Or you can also tweet me at twitter.com slash channelmassive. We're also on Facebook, or you can feel free to leave a comment on the website. I will be back tomorrow. I will talk about I will talk about MMORPGs and where they're going and where should we go with this genre. Until then, I will see you tomorrow. In olden days, a glimpse of stocking was a look of something shocking, but now God knows anything goes. Good offers to who wants Better words now only used for letter words writing prose. Anything goes. If driving fast cars you like, if low bars you like, if old hymns you like, if bare limbs you like, if May West you like, or me undressed you like, why nobody will.